Hey everyone, I want to welcome you to another episode of the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast, where we are on a mission to help every person see themselves as a leader and to equip every leader to lead their teams with a clear, compelling vision. My goal with this podcast is to provide you with free leadership coaching so you can become a high performance leader who leads high performance teams to make a high impact in this world. And our vision with this podcast is to bring vision clarity to over 1 million organizations. You heard that right. We want to touch 1 million organizations. And I believe it's possible. Every week, we're going to be providing free tools and resources so that you can expand your leadership capacity so you can lead with a big, bold, and courageous vision that will inspire your team to change the world. I am your host, Seth Yolorda, and I'm super excited about our episode today. Earlier this year, I hosted a clarity conference where I invited some friends of mine to come and to speak online for free to my followers on Facebook and YouTube and just really give them some tips on how they can experience clarity, how they can live a life that is characterized by knowing where they're going, who they are, where they're going, how they're going to get there and really move them from confusion into clarity. And one of the guests that we had was a friend of mine, Benjamin Lundquist, who is a speaker. He is a leader. He has a podcast himself. And what he dropped during that conference was so powerful. I wanted to just make sure that if you didn't hear it, you had a chance to hear it. And if you were a part of that conference, that you heard it again, because it was just one of those messages where he really laid a strong foundation for how you as an individual can discover your calling. And I think that's something that all of us want to experience. All of us, we want to know, why am I here? What is the great call? What is my purpose? What is my reason for being? I mean, these are conversations I have with my wife all the time about my purpose and her purpose and how we are pursuing our purpose and our calling. And so he did a phenomenal job. So for today, I'm actually going to replay what he shared with us during that conference because I firmly believe, I believe with all of my heart, it is so important that if you are a leader, positional leader, maybe a leader in your family, that you know outside of that role what your great purpose is, what your calling is, and what your assignment is. And so let's go ahead and tune in and listen to Benjamin Lundquist and his talk at the Clarity Conference. So again, yeah, so honored to be here. Thank you for, for the opportunity. And uh, definitely... I know it's going to be high value what I'm going to share, and I know this conference is a very high value offering to all of you. So thanks for being here. What I'm going to talk about today is how you can gain clarity on your unique calling, and I think really discover that purpose that God has for you. And you may be thinking like I am, that that's quite a lot to accomplish in about 25 minutes to think about understanding how are you called and created. So what I'm going to do is really give you a lot of clues and some little mini assignments that you can lean into that I think are going to really help clarify what your calling is. For the sake of what I'm going to be sharing, the words calling and purpose for me are interchangeable. So if you hear me talking about calling, that also refers to purpose and purpose also refers to calling as well. And those two words for me are interchangeable. So when you think about, you know, how do you clarify your calling or how do you understand better what it is that God has created you to do? I think for me, this goes all the way back to 
a season or time in my life when I was really struggling with this idea of calling. And I think that's an important principle that where we struggle the most is often what God will use that pain and he will turn that into our purpose. So the fact that I am passionate about helping people understand their purpose it came out of a lot of pain and frustration and struggle that I had trying to discover that purpose in my own life. And so when I go back, when I entered into college and had my college journey, I ended up attending four different universities and I had almost 10 declared majors. Let me say that again, four universities and I had almost 10 declared majors in college. And it was really the struggle that I was in so badly wanting to understand what my calling and purpose was and just going through the motions of trying to figure that out and not really having the tools like Seth is providing through this conference to help me navigate that complexity. And I'm not sure if anybody, just by a show of hands, how many of you have struggled with this idea of calling and purpose? Like you know the desire is in you to figure that out and you want to make that impact with your life but there's also that struggle of how do i do it and how do i move forward so there i was in college four different universities and having had about 10 different majors in college and here's one thing that i didn't realize at the time that has really been an eye-opener for me when it comes to calling and purpose and i hope somebody receives this your career cannot contain your calling. Let me say that again. Your career cannot contain your calling. And I think that's where I got so hung up for for years is I was looking to a career and that's why I had so many majors when really God wanted me to be looking for something that was so much bigger than a career. And so just understanding that your career, and this is so key, your career can complement your calling but your career cannot contain your calling because your calling is so much bigger than your career. And I didn't understand that when I was in college. And I think it wasn't even until, you know, five or 10 years before today that that really kind of came into focus that the career is what you do to make a living and your career can complement your calling, but your calling is so much bigger. Your calling is what you do with your life. And I just wanted to find what calling is as I see it, because this helped me kind of understand this whole concept. Your calling is what you do with your life with the unique gifts and abilities that God has given you to impact the world. And so your calling, again, is what you do with your life with the unique gifts and abilities that you have to make your impact on the world. And so when you think about working a job or a career, some of us have jobs and careers that may run from nine to five, and you check in, you check out. Here's the thing with calling. You don't ever check out of your calling because your calling is what you do with your life. Your calling is 24-7. Your calling is in the evenings. Your calling is on the weekends because it is what you do with your life. It is in your being. It is in your wiring, and you don't ever turn off your calling. So for me to be called to influence the influencers, I don't ever turn that off. I'm sowing seeds and I'm speaking life into people in the evening and on the weekends and all throughout the day because that is just how God has wired me 
to make my impact with the gifts and the abilities that he has given me. So I just want to let you know that right off the bat, this idea that your calling is so much bigger than your career. Does your career matter? Of course it matters because you invest a lot of time and effort into a career, but your calling is bigger. So as you gain clarity, Seth, on your calling, you wanna look at doing your best to align your career so it matches up with your calling. And this is something you're gonna have to do for the rest of your life. But here's the thing, you can't stop living your calling because your career may be out of alignment. You gotta live that calling no matter what. And as you navigate and move forward, that's when you want to intentionally make those career pivots. So as best you can, you want to figure out how to align your career to your calling, not your calling to your career. So for me, that was a game changer. And just understanding this idea that your calling, it's what you do with your life. And I just want to speak this into somebody. Your life has so much significance and your life provide so much value and you have so much worth. And there is not a person who is listening to this right now as part of the Clarity Conference who doesn't have an incredible calling on his or her life. You may need to gain clarity on that. Calling is already inside of you and so is that worth. And there is a contribution that God is needing you to make to the world that only you can make. Here's the thing, nobody can make your contribution. Nobody can make your impact. Nobody can change the world in the way that you can with your unique wiring gifts and abilities. That is only what you can do because there is only one of you to live out the calling that God has given you. So where do we start? And again, because we've got about you know 20 minutes or less, but I want to give you some clues, help you unpack a little bit more about what your calling might look like. So for me, where do you start? For me, it goes back to the, a verse in Matthew, Matthew 419, where Jesus calls the first disciples and Jesus says, Seth, he says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Very small verse, but it's profound because in that little verse in Matthew 419, what you see is a dual calling. You see a first calling where we are called to Jesus first, and then we are called to do something with our life second. So if there's anybody here at the Clarity Conference and you really want clarity on your calling, remember that your first supreme calling is to follow Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life. And if you believe that you have been created on purpose for purpose, then it only makes sense that you are connected to the one who created you so you can understand how you have been called. So our first calling is to Jesus as friend, Lord, and Savior to steward and grow that relationship well. And out of that relationship, we have confidence in our identity, in our worth, in our value, in our standing, in who we always are on our best days or, Seth, on our worst days. And we all have some of those as well. So that is your first calling. The second calling is out of the first to do something with your life to make an impact with what God has given you, to be the fishers of men in your wiring and your gift set to impact the world. So that's the question I think that a lot of us wonder is, how do I figure out that second calling 
of the dual calling. So I want to just take you to a few questions. And these are questions that I want you to ask today. You can ask them, you know, later this evening or sometime during the week. But I think one of the best tools that I could give you is questions. So the first step in having clarity on your calling, I think, is to ask the right questions. Because when we ask the right questions, it's going to help us understand a little better about how we have been wired. So I want to give you four questions to think about as you are trying to gain clarity on your calling as part of this clarity conference. So four questions that I want you to reflect on and ask yourself. Question number one is this, what would you do for free? No financial compensation no accolades, but you are doing this thing for free because the passion is rooted inside of you, because you just love doing that. I can tell you that that Seth loves doing what he is doing, coaching leaders and helping people gain clarity. It is inside of him. So question number one, what would you do for free? What would you do with for no compensation because you love that thing so much? Question number two, when is the last time in your life that you lost track of time and a day just flew by because you loved what you were doing so much? So first question, what would you do for free? Second question, when is the last time a day flew by because you loved what you were doing so much? Think about that. You woke up at eight and all of a sudden you checked the clock and it was 8 p.m. and the whole day had disappeared and you wondered, wow, how did that day go by so fast? What were you doing during that day when the day flew by? Question number three, what did you love to do as a kid? Because often what we love to do as kids, it still applies to us today, but in an adult package. I'll give an example. As a kid, I love building Legos. I love building forts. I love creating things. I love using my imagination. So as a child, I built Legos. And as an adult, I build people. And I build leaders. And I speak life into people. And I help coach and move people forward from where they are to where God needs them to be. So I was a builder as a kid. And I am still a builder as an adult. I just build people. And I'll be honest, I still play with Legos a little bit here and there. I'm just making that confession to you. I still play with Legos a little bit. But question number one, what would you do for free? Question number two, when is the last time a day flew by because you loved what you were doing? Question number three, what did you love to do as a kid? Because those same passions often are seen in adulthood. And then finally, question number four, what breaks your heart the most? Because so often, what breaks your heart the most is what God is calling you into to create change. So what breaks your heart? What keeps you awake at night? What do you think about? What gets you teary-eyed when you see that situation happening? Because often what breaks our heart is what God is calling us into. You can go to the book of Nehemiah. This is a biblical principle. Heartbreak often reveals purpose and calling. So what is it that breaks your heart the most? And what could God be calling you into? So four questions 
What would you do for free? When is the last time a day flew by? What did you love to do as a kid? And what breaks your heart the most? So step one, ask the right questions and think about those questions. Step number two, in giving you some clues to have clarity on your calling, step number two is that you need to reflect on your story. And I loved how we're already talking about story with the conference before I even got up. But you need to reflect on your story because often our story gives so many clues to the calling that God has for us, that unique contribution using your gifts and abilities to impact the world. So you need to reflect on your story. And when I say reflect on your story, think about those moments where your story pivoted and changed direction. Think about that. You were headed toward A and your story pivoted and it moved towards B. But think about the pivots in your story. Think about those moments where as you reflect back on your story, you found purpose, Seth. Like there was a moment or time in your story where you think, I loved what I was doing there. That was so fulfilling. I was making an impact in that crossroads or in that space. But think about the pivots and where your life has changed direction. And think about those moments reflecting on your story. Where did you find purpose? Where did you find meaning? Where were you involved in something in your life that was significant? So where did your story pivot? Where did you find purpose? And here's the third thing I want you to think about in reflecting on your story with step number two. Where have you experienced the greatest pain in your story? Because again, that pain often is a launching pad for purpose, which is calling. So what pain have you been through? I know the pain of insecurity. I know the pain of since elementary school not believing in myself. That's why my Instagram is motivational because I am trying to share a lot of the things I wish somebody had told me when I was going through the pain of insecurity, the pain of feeling like I was the dumbest kid in class, the pain of having social anxiety, the pain of not understanding what God was calling me to do. And so, so often when you reflect on your story, you will see those moments of pain and those moments of pain are launching pads for purpose. So think about that. Step number two, as you reflect on your story, think about the times when you pivoted because when you change direction, it's significant. So think about the pivots. Think about those moments in your story when you felt purpose, when you felt meaning, when there was something significant that was happening in your life at that moment, you felt fulfillment. So think about those moments of purpose and then think about those moments of pain. Part of the reason, Seth, why I'm so passionate about what I'm sharing is because I don't want somebody to have to go through the pain that I went through. Like I want to help people be able to skip the pain and experience a lot more purpose within their life. So think about those moments of pain. Last thing I want to share with you is this. So in our steps, We've got ask the right questions. We have reflect on our story. And then number three, I want you to focus on your current assignment. And Seth, this for me has been a game changer. When I thought about purpose and calling, 
I would often pray, and maybe somebody in one of the chats on the platforms that we're being live feed is going out to, you can comment if you can relate. I often prayed, Seth, and I asked God, show me my purpose. And I would ask the question, God, what do you want me to do with my life? And I can't tell you how many times I would pray that with so much angst and frustration because I wanted to know, like, God, what is it that you have called me to do so I could just do that thing? I don't think that's a bad question or a bad prayer, but I think there's a better one. And a better one is, God, what is my current assignment? And what does it mean or look like for me to be faithful and fruitful to my current assignment? When I think about asking questions, for me, that question makes a lot more sense. It's almost too big for me to think about, God, what's your purpose and calling for my life? But I can wrap my mind around, Seth, what is my assignment? What has God put in front of me? What is God calling me to do in this moment? And here's what I've discovered along my journey of ups and downs, a lot of insecurity, a lot of pain. Uh, what I've discovered is this, your purpose, your calling, the overarching reason why God has created you in addition to him just wanting to love you, but your contribution, that purpose or calling, it is made up of many, many life assignments. And so for me, I can wrap my mind around that assignment a lot better than what am I supposed to be doing for my whole life? Like that question was just too big for me. So when you think about this is step number three. When you think about what do you do from this Clarity Conference moving forward, I would just encourage you, focus on your current assignment. What has God put in front of you right now? And Seth, I would just encourage anybody, be faithful and be fruitful to your current assignment. Because when you crush your current assignment, hear me on this, when you crush your current assignment, it will set up your next assignment. So if you're going to go into this and say, God, I don't care. This assignment is stupid. I don't get it. I'm not going to put any effort in there. I'm just not going to really steward this assignment well, you are not only sacrificing your current assignment, but you are sacrificing assignments to come because your current assignment will set up your next assignment. So whatever God has put in front of you, I would just encourage you, believe your worth and value, believe your worth and value and steward that assignment well. Be faithful and fruitful to whatever God has put in front of you and know that you are called, called to Jesus first and called to do something significant with the unique gifts and abilities and wiring that he has given you. Again, that was Benjamin Lundquist, who himself has a podcast, The Rise and Lead Leadership Podcast. I would encourage you to go to Spotify, Apple Podcast, and to look him up. It is a dynamic, dynamic podcast that will add a ton of value to your life. And I mean, just this, just this talk that he gave us was so invaluable to me, just reminding me that, man, if, if you can't get clear on your life call, just focus on your current assignment. God, what is my current assignment? What does it look like? And how can I be faithful to what you are currently calling me to? Because your calling could possibly be made up of a lifetime of current assignments. 
So for all of you out there who are struggling to know your calling, who are struggling to discover your purpose, I know that this episode added immense value to you. And I would be so honored if you did find it valuable, if you would just write a review, if you would rate it wherever you watch or download your podcast. I would also ask that you would subscribe. You know, I'm always looking for a five-star review, so it would mean the world to me if you would do that. And that you would also share it with your colleagues, with your team, with your friends, even with your family, because we're on our journey to build a community of visionaries who know their calling, who know their life assignment, who know what their purpose is, and our, this podcast is going to help us do that. So thank you so much for tuning in and we can't wait to see you next time.